Yo! We are Brooke and Sid. And we're talking BS. Belief systems, of course. (laughs) Thoughts create our realities, and we are passionate about creating better thoughts. Join us as we figure out life from the inside out. Figure out what's holding you back and how to get out of your own way. Come Come join join us as as we talk talk BS. Yo! Hello, legend. Welcome to another episode of... What are we doing? (laughs) (laughs) Where are you at? We're talking BS. And who are we? We are talking BS. We're Strook and... Strook and Bid. (laughs) (laughs) It's one of those days. It's been a morning. (laughs) We've been doing so much talking already. We have. We yap on. We really should record everything we say. We should. We say we get some good stuff. We should have like a Big Brother episode just for talking BS. Like a a diary room and stuff? Imagine that. Yeah, that'd be cool. (laughs) (laughs) On today's episode, we are talking biohacking. Yeah. Yeah, what is it? We're talking BH, not BH. Talking BH. (laughs) Well, the idea is that we can do things or uh, whether it's behaviors, the way we operate, the way we eat, the way we rest, to change the way we actually form our body. Yeah, we're hacking our biology. Exactly. and Scammers. Okay, that makes it sound sinister. Like you're scamming yourself. I'm going to give my. No, we're not scamming ourselves. We're upgrading. Upgrading. Yeah, I like that. Mm, upgrading the biology and the yeah. the idea that our brain forms a certain way, and yeah. you know what you neurons that fire together wire together. So if you teach your body new things, you can teach your brain new things. Yeah. If you can improve the quality of your brain, you're improving the quality of the house that your thoughts live in. Yeah, it's like how some people can like get rid of cancer on their own. Boom. Without chemo and stuff. That's biohacking. Yeah. Because you're hacking your biology. It's stuff you can't really change. Yes. Yeah. Once you hack it. You hack it. And so the idea is, I mean, there are things out there that can cause these changes. And so often people take these things, whether it's like hormone altering drugs or you know mood altering substances Mm -hmm. and they use that to to hack it and to change it Mm -hmm. um but there are ways that you can actually do that so rather than taking for example let's talk about i don't know antidepressants as an example Mm. you know you've you people pop antidepressants in to change that mental state yeah the alternative or the biohack of that is Mm. you could be eating different foods or rest getting this certain type of rest or you know putting your body in an environment Mm -hmm. that would cause that same release of those chemicals in your brain that the antidepressants cause yeah it's doing it yourself it's a diy moment diy yeah so this is and the cool thing what i like about it being a hack is that in the name as well it sounds like I mean, we're always chasing a shortcut. Mm. That's why people we're lazy. pop the pills. That's why people looking they're looking for the easy out. You're hungry. Yeah. And so lazy outs. As, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing with those easy outs is they're not necessarily sustainable. Mm. You know what? They're not that like that There's quick fix. Is, yeah, like how long can that quick last? Quick fix, quick solution, quick duration. Yep. Yeah. You know, guys, I once had a lazy off with my uncle Gary. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. You had a lazy like when I talk lazy, like I'm guilty of it. Yeah. How we said, lazy? let's see who, who can be the laziest. Who won? And we laid here, like literal staffy. Who? And we, we, did you give <laughs> Uncle Gary a run for his money? Are you? Uncle Gary beat me. I feel, yeah, he I beat me. You don't strike me as someone who's, who's good at being lazy. Oh, I can turn it off when I need to turn it off, Sid. Can you? Absolutely. Hack that. Absolutely. Yeah. See, I'm I need not to get... one of those people that's ever had issues with sleep. Because yeah. I will switch off. Yep. Like you tell, I'm done. Switch. Bam. Done. I'm good like that as well. Like when I go to sleep, mm. and so when I go to sleep, I'm out. So yep. me getting to sleep is not a problem. So the issue that I had, and this is something, this is kind of where the biohacking for me started, mm. was the amount of sleep I was getting. Mm. So my lifestyle that I've committed yeah, to at the right, moment yeah. doesn't allow me 
you know, eight hours sleep. I would yeah. love that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I finish work late or I finish my, you know, at the studio late. Mm-hmm. And then I'm up early before the sun rises because I want to get my morning workout in. Yeah. And I've committed to both of those. Yeah. So I was like, if I can't change the quantity, how can I change the quality? Mm. Because how do I feel more restful? Yeah. So that's when I started reading into these different ways of accessing deeper sleep cycles. Yeah. So I started using things like frequencies. Mm. So binaural frequencies. Mm. Do you know? Do you use binaural frequencies? You told me about. Yeah, they're, they're cool. Good. They're they're good. If you don't know what a binaural frequency is, it is. Um, it's a sound that's played, and you you need like headphones, like closed ear headphones, or you know headphones where the, you can't really hear anything else for this to work. It plays a different frequency in each ear binaural yeah and the different frequency in each ear causes a disturbance Mm. in the brain because your different sides are getting a different frequency and then that forces the brain to resonate at that new difference yeah right so it there are different your brain has different operating frequencies like when you're focused on a task yeah it's at a higher it's like an alpha frequency alpha, yeah that alpha beta thing that's hey, it yeah, yeah. Yep, yep yep and then like meditating you're down at like a theta frequency yeah sleep you're down at like a delta frequency mm. and so what i've started doing is like if i'm actually working on a task that requires my brain to be at an alpha frequency mm. i listen to a binaural beat of an alpha frequency and I can feel it in my brain. Really? So you can still think at the same time? Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. so I'm awake, I'm doing my task, but yeah. like I feel my brain tickle and I don't know if everyone's I'm I've always been quite sensitive yeah. to this sort of stuff. Yeah. But I feel my brain, it's like it it's like I've had a coffee. Wow. It's like I've just it's like it's like, or an energy drink, like I feel the ding. So what do you reckon that would work for people studying? Absolutely. Really? Yeah. Which they they say like uh, listening to Mozart is a really good uh, focus fre- is a really good focus frequency because his music has been written. I don't know what the frequency is, but yeah. his music apparently activates the memory function of wow. brains. Yeah, pop yeah. off Mozart. Yeah, get it, break it, break it down. Uh, someone was saying that there is a YouTube video. It's like an eight-hour Mozart mix that someone has made that has had like the most hits of any video it, because it's all over the states. People have been using it as a study tool. Really? Yeah. So it's gone off. It's had like billions of views or something like that that is a cool fact you are welcome yep take it find it so this is where uh this is i want to just talk i guess the games today were to talk about some of the stuff that we do mm-hmm. to hack our biology yeah because you did a you had a big biohack that's I changed did. you yeah guys as I, a person as, seriously like it and all i did was change my diet huge now, I never really ate too bad, but holy, I ate so much gluten. Mm. Like I was a hamburger girl. I loved a bread roll for breakfast, lunch and dinner. Damn. I can't do that anymore. <laughs> and remember, I don't know if you guys were listening, but back last year and I went through like this whole express depression session. I reckon the whole time it was my stomach. It wasn't in my head. No. It was causing physical reactions yeah. from how unhealthy my stomach was. Yeah. But I thought it was in my head. It's not, It was it's so never, not. No. No. And the best thing that the naturopath said to me is eat as close to nature as possible. So like... So you're just sitting outside. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So like I was just saying to Sid, I have these schnitzels in the freezer and they're 39% chicken breast. I don't know about you guys, but there's approximately 61% missing. (laughs) Of what? What is the 61%? it's, It's not 39 to 61 
crumb ratio. No. Like there's not 61% crumbs. Is that the right maths? That is the right maths. It, there's there's bits of that meat on the inside that is not spoken about. Miscellaneous. Like we, I don't know. That's what not close it? to nature. No, not at all. If you can't tell me what it is. <laughs> like I shouldn't be eating Definitely it. not. So anything like, um, yeah, chicken or like meats or like fresh vegetables. Even, yeah, I was going to say even the quality of veggies. Yeah. Like, you know, some, there's all this talk of we don't have it as much here in Australia, I don't think. Mm. I could be wrong as, as the States, but, you know, the veggies being pumped with hormones. Yeah. I'm sure we have it here to some degree, but mm. I just hear about it or see. I look at the veggies in the States or I look at the veggies over there. When I'm over there, I'm like... Should this vegetable be this big? Yeah, does it natural? Does it normally get like this? Yeah. Yeah. Even like I look at because we have a lime tree outside at my house, and then I look at the size of the limes in the shop. It's actually like the size of the limes in the shop are tiny compared to the ones that grow on the tree. Oh, true. Yeah. Yeah. Because they were like, make it quick, make yeah. it grow quick. Go pick it up, go send yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But and eating has like literally changed my life. Huge. Like I energy levels serotonin levels because we were talking about 90% of the serotonin you feel which is the happy hormone yep comes from your gut How comes wild from is that? food 90% 90% the Th- other 10% is in your mind yep like listen to that for a sec yep 10% of what you can control your with your serotonin levels is in your head 90% of it is released from your gut is what you eat and then there's this so there's this nerve that we all have the vagus nerve mm-hmm. that connects the gut to the brain yeah and so that's the nerve that based on you know your stomach almost tells the brain and that connects through connects to all your organs yeah so that's that's the nerve that's telling your body what to release when yeah if that's coming from i mean this is we were talking about your stomach being the second brain mm. And I heard this beautiful talk the other day. I've forgotten the doctor that was, that was postulating this theory, but he talks about your stomach being your first brain. Yeah. Because well, if it's ninety percent, yeah. like, wouldn't you think it would be? Yeah, yeah, because there's that much of our thoughts or you know our behaviors, behaviors, yeah, yeah. that are being driven from down there. That yeah. is then telling the brain what to do mm-hmm. to think a certain way and then do yeah. something. Yeah, that's nuts. Seriously. We don't operate that way. Like we look, I look around at people shoveling just whatever into their mouth. Yeah. For so oh, like, long, that I was me. Yeah, yeah, me too. Like, and honestly, and this is what I said to Sid before. I was like, if a person came up to me and told me that they were depressed, or told me that they were low in energy, or told yeah. me that they were drained, the first thing I would say is, "What are you eating?" Yeah, absolutely. And this, like, I'm no doctor or anything. I've just lived it myself. Like me, I was just saying, me now compared to me last year, are two completely different people. Last year, I was surviving. And I was just saying as well to Sid that, like, I just want to go places. Like, I have this urge to just run like crazy yeah like i just want to have fun like i have so much energy i thought i did last wow but holy i was sick compare that to yeah if you go back so go back and have if you haven't heard that um express the press sesh (laughs) there's an episode back there where brooke talks about what you what the headspace you were in when you were there and it was not this at all no way no i was just constantly thinking about how sick i felt and mine presents like when my stomach's unhealthy it presents as nausea yeah like constantly fighting back the urge to vomit like 24 hours a day well you weren't coming to like teach classes you were yeah and i had to to, oh my god i was so sick i was so unwell and then like also i i'll get dizzy spells yeah and i noticed the other day i was telling Sid i ate a whole family packet of tim tams (laughs) Like Go off. You're complete opposite of what we're telling you guys to do. But still Balance. human, you know. So Balance. Um, and then 
the next day, I'm not in one day, over three days. Come on, guys. And yeah. then the next day, I ate like seven. Yeah. I got up off the couch and I was like, fuck, I'm dizzy. Yeah. Isn't it like that has crazy. not happened. And no. that sugar affects my iron intake. Yeah. Because I've had, when I was sick last year, I had about three different blood tests and two of them came back sort of normal and one of them came back nearly anemic. Mm. I'm like, how the how can I be nearly anemic one day and then fine the other days? I reckon it's the amount of sugar I eat. Wow. Spoke to my sister who's studying yeah. vet. She goes, that's an actual thing. Yeah. Like the amount of sugar you eat affects your iron. Yep. I was well, like, yeah, that makes sense. The iron thing as well, I've had friends who've, like they've upped all of the red meat. They've upped all of the protein. Mm. They're doing all, like, all the spinach. Call them Popeye. Yeah. But then they found out that it wasn't the amount of iron they were getting that was making them deficient. It was their ability to absorb the that iron. That too, yeah. Yep. That, and so they were pumping, you know, pumping their body full of iron yeah. and they were just, you know, getting rid of it. Like it wasn't actually staying in the body. Seriously, if I had gone back to me last year and I just upped my veggies and upped my protein and hadn't cut out gluten, I wouldn't have felt better. Yeah. Because my gut would still be inflamed and horrid. Yeah, so mine presents as like nausea and low energy and stuff i know other people's that present as skin issues like eczema yeah it can present as Any, anything yeah yep. anything it's and just an imbalance so correct an imbalance in your body will yeah. manifest however your body yeah needs to show you yeah. that there's an imbalance in your body but yeah that that would be the first thing i would say is what are you eating yeah and this is the thing like we choose what to put in our bodies i mean unless you're a child yeah i couldn't imagine a seven-year-old listening to this podcast yeah but like that's our choice and just just don't eat gluten for a week. Yeah, see what happens. Like it's that easy. Yeah. Just don't. It's actually easier not to eat it than it is to eat it. Correct. Because just don't put it just in your mouth. Don't. Just yeah. don't. And so some of these things as well. So we were, when we were chatting earlier, what was interesting is you said you got test after test after test. Yeah. And Western medicine and you know the scans you were getting came up clear. Like you didn't. Mm. It, nothing showed up. Mm. So sometimes the only way you can find this stuff out is by the trial and error. Is by yeah. going, I'm not going to eat that, or I'm yeah. not going to. I'm just going to add this to my diet. Yeah. And then doing that and seeing how your body responds. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, the naturopath showed me how important diet was, mm. but I then realized through food what I can have and what I can't have and what triggers my stomach and what doesn't. And that's taken like months. What I'm learning more and more as well is there are people who are speaking up against the universal healthy diet. So yeah. the idea that, you know, there's the one size fits all. Yeah, 100% which, no way. Yeah, which I yeah. think once you, once you dive into your biology and dive into what actually works for you, mm. you know, there are some people I know who are carnivorous, completely carnivorous. They just eat wow. meat because that suits their body. Yeah. And also because their body can't break down, you know, I know people who can't eat spinach because mm. their body doesn't metabolize folate. Like yeah. their body can't break down the things that we're told is healthy for us. Yeah. So if you're operating out of your body's, you know, natural optimal flow, mm. you're going to feel crap. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And like if you actually turn around the packets that are mostly in coals, mm. like 80% of the stuff on the shelves, what the hell is in there? Well, those numbers and what? all of that. Yeah. Well, it's 61% of your schnitzel. Yeah, what, what the hell? You, what bro? is it? We don't know what it what is. What are you? <laughs> like, just miscellaneous. Like they won't even tell me what the other 61% is. They're just plastic. like, oh, you don't need to know. No, nah, it's just... But it, not many people would read it. Look at that. No, you just look at schnitzel. You, and that's the other and thing. it would we, say chicken schnitzel on the front. You think it's healthy. Not like 39% chicken schnitzel, no. just chicken schnitzel. It's like when Macca's started advertising 100% beef. I was like, yeah. hold up. What was this before? Yeah, wait, like, on. Why are we not talking about what this was before? Yeah. Like now, it, now we're celebrating that mm. it is what it was always meant to be. And my sister who's studying vet, she said, if you see anything that's RSPCA approved, mm. you well, I immediately thought like, oh yeah, that must be better for you, right? Yep. Like organic or whatever. RSPCA approved just means that they have oxygen, food, water, and shelter. Wow. 
Wow. That's, that's like, all. Like they just need to be able to breathe and eat and drink. Wow. They, it, they can be locked in the tiniest feralist cage yuck. with like the worst hygiene conditions. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Still, Still RSPCA approved. Yuck. Wow. It's so weird how much those labels, I mean, that's just advertising, right? Those labels mm, just get us 100%. to think a certain way yeah. about a certain thing to sell the product. Yeah. Weird. But that, so well, I think the takeaway from all of this is the importance of that biohack about what you're putting in your mouth. You, there's such an old saying, like you are what you eat. Mm. People say this all the time, you are what you eat. You literally are. The cells that make up your body get their fuel and are created from the input that you put into your body. Uh, That's all they and have. And honestly, I, yeah. I've heard that so much in my life, yeah. but until I actually did it and felt yeah. the difference. And it's not a quick fix. No. This is the thing. It's not like a pill. No, exactly. It's the opposite. But it's sustainable, right? Because yeah. once you've done it and you found that flow, you yeah. know how you operate. That then becomes your lifestyle. Yeah. And then you can operate like that moving forwards. Yeah. Yeah. Highly recommend. Yeah. So it was for me, there's like three ish areas mm. in this biohack mm -hmm. there's uh there is your you know your food so mm -hmm. your fuel there's your rest yeah so that's the quality of sleep mm -hmm. you get the quality and quantity of sleep you get mm -hmm. and then there's your there's your movement yeah so there's the exercise and yep. then different exercises actually create oh, yeah. different flows in your mind as well i learned this today there was a stanford study that showed that walking as a form of exercise and so they the control group was sitting versus walking mm -hmm. walking for just five to 16 minutes a day was shown to increase creativity so this is a mental flow that increased creativity by 60 percent that's a lot huge like just your couple laps of your lounge room. just walk at home you don't have to even go anywhere yeah. but just moving and so for me that the takeaway was suddenly like you know when we get stuck in a problem uh. and you need to draw upon creativity Go for a walk. Literally. Hack your movement. Move your pegs. Change your, change your biology. Yeah. It's nuts what you can actually change upstairs in your head just by kind of... Changing behaviours. Tweaking some small things. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's awesome. It's so much fun. Yep. A couple of other fun things I learned. These are my new biohacks. Yes. The Navy SEAL nap. Oh, what's that? I froth a nap. You are a good napper. I'm a good napper. Yeah, you are. Because this is my thing, right? I don't get a lot of sleep at night, so I'm like, yeah. I'll take the rest when I get it. So apparently the Navy, and tell me if I'm wrong, but this is what I've read and this is what I've heard. Uh, the Navy SEALs, when they train, um, when they're out in the field, they train these six to eight minute naps where they lie down and prop their legs up in the air. Mm. And so they prop their legs up against a wall or up on a chair. And that forces about half a litre of blood back down their legs in back towards the heart. And by doing that, it allows them to drop into a deeper frequency, drop into a deeper like REM state quicker. So they can actually get an effective rest out of a six to eight minute nap. Where are they actually asleep when their legs are up? Yep. So you don't oh. have to sleep. So they, you know, they talk about an optimal nap. Oh, a nap is like a rest. You rest. Like an optimal nap time is meant to be around 20 minutes. Any more yeah. than that and you probably, you know, you get too foggy. Any less than that, you're not rested. Well, I guess when you think about sleep, it's just changing your brain waves. Correct. Isn't it? Yeah. So you don't actually have to close your eyes and be asleep. Yep. But, and that, so they just close their eyes, six to eight minutes, legs up in the air. And I've found that, like I've started doing that and I've found that helps. Really? Yep. That's I get. Cool. I'm going to try that. Yeah. So I do like, I've got a little timer for 10 minutes or actually I have a little video that goes, it's like a little uh, frequency video. So mm. it guides me through a 10 minute frequency change. Chuck my legs in the air, chuck it up on a chair, hide in a dark little space, boom, rested. Wow. Yep. That's cool. Another one is a coffee nap. 
Okay. Coffee nap. So apparently like high level CEOs do this. I read this somewhere. So what you do is you have a coffee just before you nap and then you have a nap. Here's the science for you. I oh, know, I could see, I could... I'm going to follow this up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wish you could have seen Brock's face. <laughs> I was like, um, um. So uh, there is a, uh, a chemical that builds up in your body over the course of the day called adenosine. And this chemical builds up. It's not, I call it like the sleepy, the sleepy chemical. Right. So it's the chemical that makes you tired over the course of the day. Right. And as enough of it builds up, end of the day, tired, you go to sleep. Right. It helps you sleep. It's like adrenaline, but adrenosine. Okay, correct. Adrenosine. It's the, yeah. It's the opposite of adrenaline. That can make yeah. you sleepy. And so what, the, what caffeine does, the caffeine in coffee, binds to the same receptors as this thing binds to. So as, this, as the day yeah. is going on, adenosine is binding through your receptors in your brain, through your body, and it's going, oh, I'm getting tighter and tighter and tighter, mm-hmm. right? What happens when you nap or when you sleep is at the end of the day, those receptors get washed clean. So all the adenosine is pulled off those receptors, those receptors are ready and you're ready to go again, which is why you feel ready and recharged after a nap. Mm. Now, because caffeine binds those same receptors, if you have a coffee before you nap, what happens is this. Caffeine's in your system, you go to sleep, those receptors are washed clean, the caffeine in your system binds to those receptors, so it sneaks in before the adenosine is there. So it's like, psych! And then you're awake, and then as the adenosine is floating around, it can't bind to those receptors because the caffeine is binded to them. So you've woken up from a nap, and apparently that caffeine that you had before the nap is meant to keep you awake for longer. Yeah, right. Yeah. Science. Gotcha. Yep. The, the thing with caffeine, though, is once those caffeine molecules, once that's unbinded, there's so much adenosine floating around in your body that it, it all... Um, binds really quickly yeah. and that's why you crash because right. suddenly you're hit with this overwhelming wave of sleepy yeah. chemical and you're like <laughs> yeah right yeah so i'm not advocating using caffeine but if you are a caffeine drinker try it do the caffeine nap yeah right and see how you go that's cool hack your bio yeah hack your brain yeah if anyone has any other biohacks please let us know yep. like there'd be so many out there i'm open to everything and i'm sick of listening to I was going to say the government. Yeah. <laughs> just, I'm just but open like, to everything, yeah. You've got to be fibbing, surely. Oh, we're just talking about this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah you've got to be fibbing <laughs> if you say, oh, we've put this much into cancer and we don't know what causes it. And then you sell cigarettes to people. How do you do both? You're kidding. Or cover, you know, shopping centres with, you know, soft drink and all this stuff. And 39% chicken schnitzel. Stuff that you know is either carcinogenic or you know isn't going to build a healthy environment. Like additives. Like, you're lying. How? I'm sick of listening to you. Yeah. I'm just going to eat chickens. Just straight up. No cooking. (laughs) Whoa. Okay, this is not the note I wanted to end this episode on. Jokes, guys. But if you have any biohacks, whether it's in mm. any of those realms, you know, something to help you sleep better, yeah. something to help you work or move better, yep. you know, something helps you get your body working better, or something that you found that you digest differently and helps you change your food. I'm telling your food. you, yeah, yeah. I'm Tell number us. one fan of that. If there's anything else that we haven't covered either, like yeah. if there's another realm of biohacking, I'm sure there is that we haven't thought of. Please. Please let us know. I'd love to. I'm here to hack this body. That's what I'm here to do. Mm. How can I be the most optimal Sid mm. I can be? Yep, because there's only one Sid. There's only one. Here's me. <laughs> you look nerdy. Yep. And on that note, we're going to leave you with that. Thank you, team. We love you. Love you. Bye. Bye-bye.